0: The Lord is going to give us some instruction on how to examine ourselves. And what it's talking about is examining our speech. Luke chapter 6, starting with the 39th verse, and this is Jesus speaking. And he spoke a parable to them, Can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into a ditch? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone who is perfectly trained will be like his teacher.
1: So he's teaching us right here. I like that. Verse 40, New American Standard Version, it says, A pupil, a student, is not above his teacher, but everyone, after he has been fully trained, will be like his teacher. That encourages me that we can be like our Lord who is teaching us through his word right here.
0: He's speaking words to us of encouragement, isn't he? To control what we think and say, we have to be trained. But in order to be trained, we have to do a self-examination. What am I saying? What are the words that are coming out of my mouth? Are they blessing someone, or are they cursing someone? Are they speaking well of others, or are they not speaking well of others?
1: This is some awesome scripture here, Mitches, And it's probably very familiar to a lot of people. Verse 41, why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye? But do not notice the log that is in your own eye.
0: Wow. And we're to examine ourselves. Yes. I have a thought here. Go ahead. I think it's from the Holy Spirit. Is I should examine what I am saying or going to say before I think about examining someone else and what they're saying. I should really examine what I'm saying. Verse 42. Or how can you say to your brother, brother, Terry? Let me remove the speck that is in your eye. When you yourself do not see the plank that is in your own eye.
1: Hey, if you got a plank in your eye, I'm not letting you get close (laughs) to my speck.
0: (laughs) Hypocrite. First remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck that is in your brother's eye. I need to examine, am I walking in love with my brother? Do I love my enemy? If I'm not loving someone and I'm not speaking well of someone, I can't point out faults to someone else because I'm lost as well. You
1: cannot edify or comfort them or build them up in any way. No. Wow.
0: This is why Jesus was giving us instructions. I'm training you. Yes. I'm training you to examine yourself where you're at. Think about this. Are you loving your enemies? Are you doing good to them? Are you lending to them? Are you speaking well of others?
1: Are you blind and trying to lead somebody else and you're just going to fall in a hole? That's right. That makes us sit here and examine ourselves, doesn't it, Terry? You bet. And, you know, you could take this in a harsh way. Get that log out of your eye. But, man, look at the practicality of this. How are you going to help somebody get a speck out of their eye when you got this log in yours? You can't see a thing. You're blind. What great words to meditate on and get down in you. Yes. We, what we're wanting to
0: do is receive a revelation of God's love. We're wanting to receive teachings from the Holy Spirit so we can speak well of others and help others and set the captive free
1: open the eyes of the blind yes
0: <laughs> and mend the broken hearted
1: mend the broken hearted we
0: can't do this until we examine ourselves first because if i hear something from someone and i turn around and saying something harsh back to them we're both going to be in the ditch yes this is the point that's the point so i have to judge myself first i have to examine myself okay what I'm telling others, am I doing the same thing? Am I speaking ill of others? Am I being hateful with my speech? Am I examining someone else's fruit when my fruit is rotten and I'm speaking forth negative things?
1: You can't be inspecting somebody else's fruit when all of yours is rotten.
0: And the Lord's all he's wanting to do is for us to examine ourselves Because he wants us set free, and when we're set free, then we can help others. We can pull the speck out of someone else's eye or help them receive a revelation of this. This is what Jesus is talking about here. Examine, are you speaking well of others? Are you praying for others? Or are you acting carnally minded and not speaking well of others? We have to examine this. Verse 43 For a good tree does not bear bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Verse 44. For every tree is known by its own fruit. I'm going to stop right there. What this is referring to is what I'm saying, what I'm speaking to someone. We are to stop, think, and listen to the Holy Spirit before we speak. Because people are listening to what we're saying. Now, is it good fruit or is it bad fruit? What's hanging on your branch? Good words? Good words. Are they building people up or are they tearing
1: them down? That's what we're talking about here. That fruit is what's coming out of our mouths. What's originating in our thoughts and then coming out of our mouths. Yes. It starts with the thought process. Are you stopping and thinking? Yes.
0: (laughs) And then are you listening in your mind to the Holy Spirit?
1: I'm going to go back up here to 42, the last part of that verse where it says, You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye. And once you've examined your words and what you're saying and gotten that straightened out and gotten the log out of your eye, you then will see clearly to take that little speck out of your brother's eye.
0: Why is it a little speck, Terry? It's a little speck because we're understanding where they're coming from, and it's Mm. not a big deal.
1: Well, that's good.
0: Man, yes. We're understanding what's taking place here. We're understanding that they're held captive. They're being tormented by something. That's why it's such a little speck because we understand it. It's not a big deal to us now.
1: We have that compassion yes, like our Lord did and how he came to set the captives free, you know, open the eyes of the blind. Whoa, this is awesome, Mitch. Open the eyes of the blind. Yes. He's taking the speck out of the eye, isn't it? That's why the Lord came. That's why the Lord gave us the word. That's why he tells us to get into the word, renew your mind to this awesome blessing of his Holy Spirit that's in us
0: goes right back to Ephesians 3 again with the prayer open the eye open the eyes taking the speck out there's revelation do you see the revelation we're receiving now through the scriptures through luke Chapter 4 and Luke 6 and now Ephesians 3 where we open our eyes, we're taking the speck out.
1: Ephesians 1 is another one that just pops into my mind. Paul is praying again that the eyes of their understanding would be opened our eyes first and so that we can open the eyes of others as we share the Word of God. So we
0: examine ourselves. What am I meditating upon? What's coming out of my mouth?
1: It goes right back to this again. What are your thoughts? What are you meditating on? What are you thinking on? Are you thinking on the peace of God that passes all understanding? Are you upset because somebody cut you off in traffic? You're not over there in the peace of God. Bless that person. Speak well. (laughs) Yes. This is the point. This is what sets you
0: free. You begin to examine your fruit, your own fruit. You examine your own fruit. And then when you come to an honest revelation, because the teacher's teaching us, and it's through the Holy Spirit that lives within us, because we're understanding we're to love our enemies, and we're to bless them. We're to speak well of them. And we're to pray for those who spitefully use us. When we receive this revelation, we pulled the log out of our eye, and we're able to minister to those who have the speck in their eyes because we have compassion. And it's
1: through words. This is the Word of God. We're reading the Word of God. He is giving revelation to us out of the Spirit of God that indwells us. Because of His Word that we're reading, it comes out of our mouths. and becomes life and peace to us. And then we can share it with others. Yes, that's what the Lord did for us
0: because we're not quenching the Holy Spirit we've allowed the Holy Spirit to move see scripture makes sense now because I'm thinking of Ephesians 4 where we're to speak well of others and not quench the Holy Spirit because when we speak love joy peace building people up the Holy Spirit moves because he wants to set the captive free and give them an understanding of what they have through knowledge through the spoken word through our words
1: Oh, Mitch, and then that's eternal life, knowing God and Jesus, whom he has sent. Knowing God, knowing his word. Can you love the word any more than you love God? You can't separate the two. It's the love of God that's pouring forth out of his word. He sent his word and healed them all. He sent us the word so that we could Heal ourselves and then speak forth His wisdom, His knowledge. For
0: healing spirit, soul, and body by pulling the log out of our own eye, then we can minister to others by words to begin to heal those broken hearts and individuals.
1: It all wraps around the words of God that become real to us, change our thinking, and then change our words.
0: Yes. Yes. What you said earlier about the heart in verse 45. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. This is why you're to examine yourself. This is why you're to pull the log out of your own eye. Because when you receive a true revelation of God and begin to love your enemies, speak well of others, you bring forth good. The treasure of his heart brings forth good. An evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart brings forth evil. Do you see the contrast here? Sure. It's either a blessing or a cursing. Am I speaking well of others or am I not speaking well of others? For out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks. The power of his words. That's why we're to examine ourselves. What's coming out of our mouths? What are we saying? Terry, the Lord has just really put this on my heart that He wants people set free, and He wants them to have an understanding through the, the words that we speak. This is what's holding us in captivity and bondage. This is what causes us to have anxiety and fear and all those things by what we say. And I'm encouraging people to begin to examine where they're at so they can move today forward and be honest with God so God can train them. Amen. You have to be seeking in order for this transformation to take place in your life.
1: you got to be building on a firm foundation, and that's where he goes next. It is. (laughs) The Word of God is so awesome. Verse 46. I'll read this from the New American Standard Bible, and it says, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say?
0: This is a question. Yes. And it's a good question. I'm thinking of people's circumstances in life. Visualize the Lord standing in front of you and asking you this question, what do you want me to do for you? And you haven't responded. You're out in the world doing your thing. And the Lord all the time is asking you this question, what do you want me to do for you? You have a problem. You're speaking things that you should not be speaking. You're not building people up. And then you go to the Lord and say, Lord, help me overcome this. And he's here the whole time. And he asks you this question. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? Yes. I've been trying to instruct you. You need to control your words. You need to control your thoughts. You need to stop, think, and listen to me. But no, we go right back out in the world and keep spewing those same things over and over again. Then we come back to the Lord. Like you said, Lord, Lord, you call upon me, but you
1: don't listen to me. So the Lord is so kind and gracious. The next verse, he goes and continues to instruct us. Everyone who comes to me and hears my words, I just have that underlined, and acts on them, examine yourself, maybe? Yes. I will show you whom he is like. We want to
0: examine ourselves. Because I guarantee you, the Holy Spirit is trying to help you with your circumstances on what to say. The thing is, we're saying things, and then we come back to the Lord. And the Lord is saying, I'm telling you, listen to me. Stop, think, and listen, and I will help you. You're not pulling the log out. What you're doing is doing the same thing again. coming back, and it's a vicious cycle. But he's saying, you need to stop, think, and listen to me, because I'm here to instruct you. Receive this revelation. Love your enemies and speak well of them. He's
1: asking you, don't you know what I told you back here in Luke 4? Why I came? I came to set you free. Pay attention to these words that I'm saying to you. And you can get set free. And then you can produce good fruit. And then you can set other people free. Just like I did. What a revelation. We're His hands and feet. He wants us to be Christ-like. He wants the power of God to flow out of us. It's His power. Man.
0: This is how the power of God flowed through Jesus. And it was what He was saying. He would stop, think, and listen to what God was instructing Him to do. And then He would perform it. He wouldn't stop, think, and listen to God and then go out and do His own thing and say what He wanted to say. This is the point. We're wanting to be an imitator of Christ because he's trying to teach us through the Holy Spirit of God that lives within us, stop, think, and listen, and speak what he wants you to say. And it has to be of love. Otherwise, you're going to be in this vicious cycle again. We've created our own problems. You're going to be
1: tossed and thrown by every wave of the world that comes at you that's what these scriptures go on to tell us if you haven't built on a solid foundation. Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and acts on them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid a foundation on the rock. And when a flood occurred, the torrent burst against that house and could not shake it because it had been well built I want to say on the word of God.
0: Yes. What has happened here is Jesus is teaching them to examine themselves. And once you examine yourself and truly receive a revelation of God's love. And how you're to speak. You're on a solid foundation. Yeah. But it goes on in verse 49. Read this one. To I me.
1: love this. But the one who has heard. He heard. Someone spoke the word to him. That's right. And has not acted accordingly according to the word he heard it and didn't act accordingly it's like a man who built a house on the ground without any foundation and a torrent burst against it and immediately it collapsed and the ruin of that house was great uh, somebody said something bad to him he blew up and man it all fell apart he didn't stop thinking listen did he he forgot what he was taught He
0: heard the word, but he didn't receive revelation of it. And this is where most Christians are at. They hear the word. The story we're telling them, they've heard a million times. But they really haven't received a revelation of it to apply it to their daily life of stop, think, and listen before you speak. They haven't examined themselves. They've examined everyone else around them, saying they're mean and ugly and speaking all these hateful things. And then we sit around and talk about how mean and ugly they are. But we haven't applied the principles of loving your enemies, speaking well, and what the most important thing, praying for them, that their eyes, the speck that's in their eyes will be removed, like the plank was removed from my eyes. And when I have an understanding of this, or I should say, when we have an understanding of this, you begin to have compassion and understand where all this is coming from. And you don't take offense. You do not allow your emotions to dictate what you're saying. Therefore, we won't be like the person who built his house upon a bad foundation.
1: Right. So then your world begins to change because you've changed your thinking. You've heard and you've meditated on the Word. And it becomes life and peace and all those things. And Proverbs talks about Proverbs 4. Oh, this is some awesome section of scripture here. Proverbs 4.20. I've got four different versions. I'll take off here in the King James. And it says, my son, attend to my words. Proverbs 4.20. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. It doesn't mean lean over and, and lean, to the, lean to the left. Try to get, you know, to hear it. No, it's, it's talking about meditating on the word. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Eyes. Yep. Eyes of the understanding. It goes back to Luke 6, doesn't
0: it? The eyes. It goes back to Ephesians 3 and 4. Ephesians 1. Yes, the eyes. The eyes of our understanding. Examining ourselves. Go ahead. I didn't mean to.
1: That's so true. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh want to be healthy pay attention to the word of god it renews your mind renews your mind you you get into that spiritual realm we could go so many different directions we could
0: because i'm just thinking you know a lot of folks that meditate upon negative things and hear negative things through the television and through the computer all the avenues we have now how it affects their minds and their health because you're speaking forth negative things and that's not good We need to understand where those negative things are coming from through all those avenues. We need to pray for those who are lost. We need to pray for those. That's all we need to do. We don't need to even comment on it because it doesn't do any good. It just causes anxiety and causes fear and causes depression.
1: The Lord spoke to me one time and, and I was just trying to figure out how to get through this circumstance. And the Lord said, will you just take care of you? Will you just work on you? When you begin to work on yourself, get over there in a the peace of God, he can work. He takes care of those circumstances and situations. I know people are saying, how can you do that? But you can. Once you begin to take the word of God, make it more precious to
0: you than gold. What you're doing is meditating upon the word of God so the Holy Spirit can give you revelation on what to speak. What to say instead of saying something foolish or acting foolishly. This is what we're wanting to do, and this is what the Word of God is revealing to us through the Holy Spirit that lives within each and every
1: believer. Proverbs 4 again, and it's just talking about his words. Backing up to verse 20, My son, attend to my words, consent and submit to my sayings. That's amplified. Say that again in the amplified. My son, attend to my words, consent... And submit to my sayings. Isn't that what Jesus told us over here
0: in Luke six forty nine? But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built his house upon a rock. Because you weren't attentive to his words. You didn't submit? No, you didn't submit to his words. And this is our problem. We're, we're hearing it for a brief moment, but it goes back to the parable of the sower in chapter 8. We're hearing, and the seed's being planted, but we're not being attentive to it. It's being robbed from us by the ways and things of the world the cares of the world
1: you know in that the parable of the sower is talked about in matthew luke and mark it's the word of god when jesus explains this parable it's the word of god is the seed so we're planting the word of god in our hearts there's four examples of four different kinds of ground the only kind of ground that Satan can affect is the first one where it never takes root. After that, it's our responsibility. Yes. The cares of the world, steal the word, other three types of ground, that's our responsibility. We blame the devil for so much. One out of four.
0: The <sighs> only one we can blame the devil for is if we don't receive and accept don't because he's lied to us. Don't
1: let it take root. That's right. It takes root. Then it's our responsibility.
0: Yes. But once we receive, and the Holy Spirit comes to live within us, then it's our responsibility to build ourselves up in our most holy faith. This is what we're to be doing. And how do we do this? Everything we've been saying, and it begins, if you want to be liberated, if you want to be set free in your life right now, what you need to do is begin to examine yourself and understanding what comes out of my mouth. Once you receive this revelation, it will change your life drastically.
1: This is a truth you know that will make you
0: free. I'm hearing the word, now I'm going to apply it. I'm not going to just hear the word and let it stand on rocky ground and wither and not do anything. The parables Jesus was telling us all have to do with, you're not doing anything. Hear my word, but you're not doing anything.
1: You're not applying it, you're not acting on it.
0: No, but you're coming back and moaning to me again. And I'm here saying, okay, what do you want me to do for you? And the Holy Spirit's telling you, learn to grow in my love. Pray for this. Pray that you'll receive revelation knowledge of growing in my love and understanding what the word blessing means. Speaking well of others. You receive this one little revelation right here will drastically change your life. Now apply it. But don't go back out into the world and start spewing forth junk again that isn't building people up and then expect the Holy Spirit to move in your life. He's not going to do it. But then you're going to come back and ask God again.
1: The whole time he's saying, I've already given you everything you need. You renew your mind to the word of God. It's like if you give me your Bible and I keep asking for your Bible and I have it right in front of me, please, Mitch, give me your Bible. Give me your Bible. And you go, I already gave it to you. So
0: I've given you instructions. Now go apply it. Yeah. Don't get out here and think you can handle it because you can't. This is the whole problem. We need to learn to stop, think, and listen to the Holy Spirit of God.
1: I just hope that those three words will resound in people's minds, in their thought processes. and Then it becomes automatic. There you awesome.
0: go. If you begin to apply what we've been teaching, you're going to see a drastic change in your life.